What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Handy Schlepped. I am your host, Jordan Schrader. It is episode 61 of Handy Schlepped, and today is Thursday, August 3rd, 2023. And every year when we get back to the month of August, it is SMA, Spinal Muscular Atrophy, Awareness Month. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today the status of disability awareness and we're going to also talk about what needs to change yet um, you know there's always room for improvement in anything really so to kind of give a little bit of a recap on my own journey with spinal muscular atrophy and disability in general well i was diagnosed with it uh type one um in uh, 1993 I was about seven or eight months old. We found out I had the issues with my muscles via a muscle biopsy. And I'm, this is back in the mid-90s, mind you. So uh, research wasn't that great yet. And uh, the medical science wasn't quite there yet either compared to now, 30 years later. Um, so we, we were given the talk that I wasn't going to live probably past the age of two, and um, every time I would have a surgery or um, some kind of health issue that I would recover from, um, it was more than often labeled as uh, prolonging my life, or I should say prolonging all of our lives, uh, those affected by just muscular dystrophy as a whole. And just the way we kind of overcame that with the uh, grace of God and the um, progress of uh, medical science and healthcare and just the research on spinal muscular atrophy and the rest of muscular dystrophy is just astounding. To see how all these disabled people are doing wonderful, great things going out and doing uh, schooling, getting their master's degrees, getting their PhDs. Um, I know people that are uh, getting married more. Uh, more and more couples are becoming uh, full-on legally married and uh, in the disabled community. And who knew that would become gradually uh, become, I should say, such a norm uh, we're getting uh, great jobs. We're buying houses, like becoming homeowners or uh, buying condos. We're just, we're investing. We're doing all these things. And it's crazy just to see how much we are defying all of the odds on what disability has changed into. It's evolved. I don't use that word too often. Um, but yeah, we've really kind of, just with the help of our researchers and uh, the progress and the continuing education with doctors and nurses and therapists, just how much they've uh, grown in their education and development and how that in turn has helped with our own development is just a um, a miracle. It really is. It's nothing short of a miracle with how much 
disabled people are spreading out, spreading our wings, having assistive technology, having smart technology, to have all of the, uh, having our wheelchairs, having any kind of assistive device, uh, assistive technology on our cell phones, on our laptops, on our tablets, in our vehicles, uh, having hand controls, just, it blows my mind. It really does. I have a good friend of mine who has a Chevy Colorado and he is able to drive it with his hand controls completely adapted to his uh, usage and the way he operates it. It's amazing. It really is. I know that's a word that's overused, but it really is amazing to see how what we can do with research, what we can do with putting our efforts, perseverance, and dedication in the right places, how we can improve the lives of those who really need it. To imp- the quality of life today, just compared to 30 years ago, which may seem like a lot, but it really isn't that long when you think about it in the grand scheme of things and society and culture, just what we've accomplished in 30 years. Granted, a lot has happened in uh, history itself since 1993, but just what we've been able to achieve is astounding. A miracle. It really is. Uh, But that doesn't mean we don't have more to go. There's always room for improvement and bringing disability awareness. Um, While we still have these advancements in uh, our healthcare, our medical science and all that, and the quality of life of all disabled people, really, we still have a lot to do yet. We still have a lot more to bring to disability awareness. It's more than just saying that disabled people are people too. Oftentimes people look at that as kind of a blanket statement. Like people hear it and they're like, oh, that's nice. And then they just kind of dismiss it and move on to other uh, topics and issues. I'm not saying other things are unimportant. No, a lot of, there's a lot of social issues that need to be addressed, um, made aware in the collective consciousness, and that need to be fixed. Disability just so happens to be one of them. Now, what does need uh, a little more attention is what I said with disabled people being people too. Now, there's a lot of layers to that statement. It's not just saying they're a person. It's not just saying they are people. Obviously, they are people. A lot of it comes down to semantics. So you have to define what you mean by a disabled person is a person as well, individually speaking, or disabled people are disabled people too. Now, when we say that, We need to say it as 
a person that just so happens to have a physical, mental, or emotional limitation also feels problems with their emotions, their mentality, and their physicality just as much as anyone else. We struggle with the same mental issues, such as depression, anxiety, stressing out about things that are important to us, or something that may determine a, t- a uh, determined point in our lives, just like anybody else. We worry about finances, our emotions get out of whack and go haywire when we're dealing with a very troubling situation. We struggle with love and sexuality and performing. We struggle with all those things as well. Now, I'm not saying this out of some prideful spite or anything like that. That can very be easily misinterpreted in that way, at least from what I've heard. But no, we struggle with all these things too. And that comes also to disabled people or people with disabilities. Let's look at this the proper way. Not politically correct, just a better way to, a deeper way to understand it, is labeling disabled people, all of them, as I might say, as inspirational. That's not true. (laughs) I can tell you that while conquering all odds and uh, beating all of the outcomes and obstacles is inspiring, but that's for a lot of people. Anyone who can conquer a hardcore obstacle or these great odds, anyone that can do that, that's a miracle. That really is, because not everyone can do that. If we're truly honest, a lot of people quit. A lot of people give up. A lot of people succumb to what their environment tells them who they are. In other words, we assimilate ourselves into what other people think of us. And then eventually we kind of just accept it and just become one with the crowd, but in a bad way. We assimilate into our deepest fears and fall into our ugliest selves. And we allow our weaknesses to define us. But there are those who fight against it. It's not just disabled people, it's all of us. Now calling a disabled person an inspiration, that's very commonplace. It is a stigma, and it's something that's more than likely not gonna go away, at least for a while. And calling disabled people an inspiration is very interesting because Believe me, not all people who are disabled are an inspiration. We have problems. We have a lot of them. Um, More that are 
even you're able to see. Uh, we have a lot of faults. <laughs> uh, a lot of us can be actually uh, rather troublesome. Uh, we can be very mean to people. I personally have been uh, rather rude and mean and hurtful to people, uh, people who I love the most, people who I even don't know very well. Uh, maybe I was having a bad day or a bad week or just a bad season, and I would lash out at people who didn't deserve it, just like anybody else. We do the same thing. There's a lot of similarities and people realize between people who are quote-unquote normal and people who are, well, quote-unquote disabled. There's a lot of similarities that we just are not made aware of, or I should say that we don't really talk about, that we fail to bring into the common narrative. And like I was saying, like someone like me, I've just done a lot of things I regret, uh, things that have gotten me into trouble, um, things that people don't know about that have maybe questioned my decisions, my own morality. Um, we go through these existential issues just as much as anyone. It's amazing how we like to talk about how complicated people are, but then we kind of diminish the autonomy of other people that we may see as inferior or people that we don't like, or especially when it comes to racism and sexism. Um, we like to diminish people who we feel like are against us or people we feel like are inferior in the sense that we can uh, tell them what to do, people who we think we can control. And then we demonize uh, all kinds of people every single day. We demonize people that we think are the enemy and that we need to attack in order to make us feel superior. It's, you know, it's biology, it's human nature, it's the fall of human nature. I should say, to have the psychology of uh, Cain and Abel to uh, go against our enemies to take advantage of them. You know, it's always about wanting to be advantageous in any kind of way, to be superior, to have the leg up, to be the one-up person. We do the same thing. We're just better at hiding it. <laughs> um, but yeah, we do a lot of things that people don't think about. We have a lot of needs that people may fail to acknowledge or they don't really talk about in depthly. And at the same time, I don't want to come off as being some kind of martyr or a squeaky wheel that just wants attention. But then again, we tend to do that as well, like anybody else. See, all of this discussion, we have all these different awarenesses for different groups and different social issues that we try to balance out 
with equal opportunity or equal awareness, whether it's um, people of color, uh, sexuality, transgenderism, whether or not you agree with uh, certain social issues, that's besides the point. The thing is, every group wants to be heard. Every individual wants to be heard. To know that we are all struggling as well. Everyone is struggling. You know, going back to the labeling of people, we label people and misjudge them without knowing their full story. You know, some people are picture books, some people are chapter books, and some people are 1,100 pages of a novel or encyclopedias. You know, every story, every book, every cover is different, but you won't know it unless you read it. You know, you know maybe some people are more simple. Some people are more complicated, but either way, to quote Jordan Peterson in one of his lectures, humans are very, very strange creatures, end quote. And I cannot agree more with that. We are very strange. We all do very strange things, which seems strange to us because we're not the other person. When you think about it, it's really rather simple. That if someone's not doing something that we are familiar with or that is comfortable within our own realm of understanding and our own narrative, it's strange. It's alien to us. Like, let's look at someone that's been through abuse. Someone that's been through abuse, uh, let's say domestic abuse or uh, abuse in their relationship or uh, family abuse, whatever. Whatever. Abuse is abuse. Um, but then you have other people who are genuine in treating the abused person with love and affection. The abused person is going to find that to be very alien and to look at it with, well, dumbfoundedness and confusion, resulting potentially in running back to what's comfortable or what they know, and that is another abusive relationship. That's, a, that's kind of the strange thing about humans is we love our comfort. We really do. Um, we love things that are comfortable and don't like things that are uncomfortable. That's pretty obvious. And sometimes we'll take comfort over things that we need. Uh, I can't remember the name of the experiment, but it's that famous experiment done decades ago with the little monkey uh, wanting to uh, suck on the artificial nipple for his formula or food and then getting comfort um, uh, or that was in a uh, rigid cage-like platform, but he preferred the comfortable uh, cage with the blanket that mimicked the motherly comfort. I probably totally butchered that experiment, but for those who studied psychology, at least even basic psychology, you'll understand which experiment I'm referring to. 
again, the little monkey that uh, made a preference for comfort over uh, the necessity of food in a not so comfortable environment. That's the same thing what we do. We, we coddle ourselves. What does that have to do with anything with uh, Disability and SMA Awareness Month? Well, I think it shows the fact that we are acknowledging all of these different awareness months or awareness days or whatever, whether it's uh, Juneteenth or Black History Month or Disability Awareness Day, I think it's a day or month, and then you got SMA Awareness Month, and then you have uh, uh, Pride, all that. Everyone wants to be heard, of course. Everyone is also coddled very much. People want their comfort. People want to be validated, we can say. You know, everyone wants to be validated, but no one necessarily wants to understand or go for the uncomfortable parts. Disability can be a very uncomfortable topic for people. Probably because uh, people feel like they don't know how they can help other than donating or helping with fundraisers or helping with uh, research and all of that. I can understand that. Like, disability can be, like, people just don't always know how to help. You know, we want to help everybody without knowing how to really help. I mean, anyone can do donations, but wanting to, like, actually kinesthetically, hands-on help with, uh, whether it's a racism or any kind of group, that can be a different story. Actually getting involved and making a difference. Making a real difference is a gift. It takes a lot of perseverance, determination, and autonomy. You gotta be full on in it to make a noticeable difference. But all it takes is one person. And that's even going on now with the disabled community. People with spinal muscular atrophy, severe physical disability, where you can barely move, but you feel everything. So it's different. It's different than paralysis. Oftentimes, people would think I'm paralyzed and like ask me if I can feel anything uh, from the neck down or the waist down. I'm like, oh yeah, I can feel it. They would like even touch my legs and be like, can you feel that? I'm like, yeah. So they would confuse that, which is understandable, totally, with uh, paralysis. But we just need... I'm not going to say be kind, because uh, that's, uh, that's a given. Everyone should be kind to each other, biblically and just obviously. We should be kind to each other, because we don't know what everyone is going through. We don't know what's going on in everyone's minds. Everyone can be fine one day, and then the next day, they kill themselves. It's just a fact. Or they overdose. Or they don't know how to deal with themselves 
anymore, or they lash out at their loved ones because they're having a mental breakdown, or anything in between. Everyone is messed up in some sort of way. Mess up may be a, a strong terminology, but everyone struggles. That's the thing. Everyone has some kind of disability. I can't think of a single person that is 100% complete. We are not. We never will be until Jesus comes back and restores all creation. But that's a topic for another day. But I think disability reminds us, again, we are not going to, on our own, reach the pinnacle of human physicality, human mentality, and everything in the middle. I don't know if we're even supposed to. I mean, yes, we are making great advancements and and preserving the knowledge of mankind through all the sciences, through philosophy, through religion, uh, through all of that. We are making great achievements. All that we've accomplished and the consequences of those accomplishments. But I think disability reminds us that there is a limit. And whether you're healthy or not, that limit will be reached. It's going to catch up with you. With that said, I want to wish you all a wonderful day. And to have a blessed weekend. Again, happy SMA Awareness Month. Reach out to your loved ones. Tell them you love them. Enjoy yourself. Live life to the fullest. And as always, stay classy. Take care. Thank you for listening to this episode. I am Jordan Schrader. Take care once again, and God bless.